0: in um I'm in Norton, Virginia this week.
1: Norton? Yeah. Where's that?
0: It's like southwest of Blacksburg, so the middle of nowhere.
1: How close are you to Tennessee?
0: Very close, probably like less than an hour. I'm also I'm probably even closer to Kentucky.
1: Oh how long are you there for? Uh just tonight. Just tonight? Yeah,
0: came in to uh, finish up last few days of work, switching jobs.
1: Job switch, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, was waiting to talk about it. It's obviously been kind of in the works for a while, but wanted to wait till it was like actually like you know set in stone before I talked about it. But yeah, getting a job at uh, Crutchfield in in Charlottesville, so I'm pretty excited. I know I've talked about them before, just about because um, I I like a. <laughs> good amount of the gear I use for the shows from there
1: let's go to new beginnings
0: yeah it's pretty exciting man but um but yeah so I'm kind of like wrapping everything up uh this week and then next with current job um yeah now I'm in Norton Virginia which is (laughs) as far away from civilization as you can possibly be
1: you get like a conference down there or something or what well, we
0: got uh, like vendor training, uh, um, so I am here with somebody from one of the companies we work with, and taking them around. And, um, yeah, it's it's been a little weird. We're training in Crutchfield actually, so like I am kind of like on the other side of the fence right now. But like you know, most of the people know like that I'll be working there at some point. But they have a facility down here as well as Charlottesville. Ah, uh, I gotcha. So we were in Charlottesville to start the week, um, and then came down here, but. Yeah, man, it's a, uh, it's crazy down here. Like the first thing that, well, not the first thing I noticed, but like a big thing is, um, we'll we'll play this game. Uh, so I'm at a hotel, right? How much do you think it cost me to buy a beer in the lobby?
1: One beer, twelve ounce beer. Uh, yeah. So, you're, but you're in a hotel at in Norton, Virginia, which is you said there's like nothing around you.
0: Yeah, I'm in the middle of nowhere. Like cut into the mountains. Um and it's I grabbed a beer out of the lobby and they and brought it back to my room.
1: I'm gonna say like eight bucks. Two fifty. Two fifty? Yes. Dude, that's dude. pretty good. That's really
0: good. It's crazy. And that's for a Vienna lager. That's a n that's a nice beer for two fifty. Yes, dude. Huh. You can get a six pack out of the lobby for cheaper than you can get one at a grocery store. Is that happy
1: hour or is that just
0: all the time? No, it's just like a f- flat rate. It's not like a bar. Like, they just have this little p- piece of paper that just says, like, beverage list. And there's just a bunch of beers in the price. Um, Devil's Backbone is the expensive one, man. If you get, like, a Bud Light, it's a buck fifty For 12-ounce beer. Yes. That's insane. And he just hands it to you, and you take it back to your
1: room. <laughs> they charge it to your room, or are you paying cash?
0: Uh, I paid, but yeah. I think, I bet if I asked, they would charge it to my room. Yeah. But I just paid. Um, but, yeah, man, it's sick. <laughs> like, I wish I had my cooler. I'd fucking buy a six-pack to take home because it's literally, like, $4 cheaper than just going to the store at home.
1: Yeah, that's an insane deal. What kind of hotel is it? It's a quality in. Quality inn. Shout out. Yeah.
0: Yeah, big time. And it's kind of a crazy vibe in here, like, um, cabin. Vibes like the wood like the bed frame looks like you know like raw wood, and so does the uh bedside table and like all every pretty much everything in here,
1: so kind of crazy nice uh nice cabin aesthetic it sounds like
0: yeah, I mean honestly like like it's not that nice in the sense that like you know the bathrooms are kind of gross and like shit like that, but like overall, like being in here it just feel it feels a lot more like cozy than just like a cold like corporate hotel which I kind of like.
1: Yeah, I got you. It's cool. I
0: remember, yeah, we talked about how much I I fucking hate hotels, and this feels less like one, so
1: that's cool. Yeah, I got you. Good Friday's episode 45. 45? I thought this...
0: Fuck, I was thinking this was 46 all day. I couldn't think of any athletes. 45, my boy. Fuck. Um... I still don't know any athletes. I, some of it will come, though, I imagine, but I can't think of anyone.
1: Uh, Donovan Mitchell, 45. Yes.
0: Yes. Shout oh, that's out. That's good.
1: And MJ for a brief Oh, STEM. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, good. That's, that's good. Uh, so what's been going on with you? Kind of already... Been talking about what I've been doing so
1: yeah man well you know just we can recap uh we came down and visit you guys had a good Friday evening grilled grilled out some dogs chilled it was fun to kick it
0: yeah man I can't remember the last time we just like hung hung out without uh doing this so that was cool just to really you know chill chill and
1: chill off the pod have some
0: off air have some off air talk
1: that's right that's right But uh, that was Friday. And then Saturday, I went and caught up with my buddy Will. Uh, Went and grabbed a couple beers with him. That was nice. And then regular Sunday, stuff around the house and got the hoop in the afternoon. So that was nice. Nice. Weather-wise, though, dude, I had the windows open at night this weekend. Early in the morning, I had them open. While it was cool. It felt like fall. It was like upper 50s.
0: Oh, yeah. It was pretty nice over the weekend. Um, in the evenings
1: yeah I love that
0: yeah fuck yeah dude yeah I was up in um northern Virginia with Matt and Ben shout out Jason all of them we were just jamming at Ben's place and then just chilling so overall pretty chill weekend for me too uh, obviously we did the same thing Friday
1: you guys in album mode or what
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah roll out it's the roll out <laughs> now <laughs> It's cool. I mean, we're finally all, like, starting to get, like, setups where, like, we want to start, like, actually trying to, like, lay some stuff down and record it, um, but it was cool, like, that's the first time we had ever played anywhere other than, like, um, we'd meet at, like, Matt's dad's house in Pepper and jam there, but it was cool to, like, kind of go to one of our own places and um, start getting setups done in there, and obviously my place is set up, too, for the future, because, you know, we record in there, so.
1: Yeah, you are you still on the keys or what are you playing?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, me and Matt jump around a lot. I, I like to play the drums too, just because uh, it's just it's nice to be flexible, so we can kind of do different stuff with it. So I did probably a pretty even split, I would think, this last time.
1: Nice, nice, nice. That's a good ratio. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Um, okay, so back to this uh beer situation. Um great prices, but that left me in the room with two beers and I have no way I had no way of opening them because I don't have a bottle mm. opener. So it sparked the question like what is what do you think the most what's the most creative way that you've opened a beer before?
1: Wait, so there wasn't a bot there wasn't a wine opener in there? No. Huh.
0: All right. No, there's, n- there's nothing.
1: <laughs> the most creative way I've opened a beer before. Creative in the sense of something that I just thought of on my own or creative in the sense of something I wouldn't normally do. Mm,
0: let's do both. So, like, one you thought of on the fly and then one that
1: was pretty, like, not normal. Hmm. Not proud of it, but I've definitely opened one beer with my teeth before. That's crazy, dude! And shout out! That's great. Shout out, Tommy. He and I—we uh, went to some country concert, and after the concert, we were we were in the back just ripping them off,
0: biting beers. Biting dude. beers.
1: Um, <laughs> I've opened them on a seatbelt before, like at a tailgate.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's cool
1: Um And then the classic find something with a sharp edge and tilt the top and pop it off yeah what about you
0: well today i did a door jam and that became my most creative
1: door jam on the Um, floor like right above the floor or what
0: no like like uh i guess that might not be the right word like the little metal piece on the frame where like the lock would like insert itself into
1: at the top of the door
0: yeah, I guess the middle or whatever, you know, like if you oh, lock like a, a door. Hinge? like, like a door hinge? Um, No, like the other, <laughs> like the part attached to the frame that like when you lock a deadbolt, like the deadbolt has to slide into the door frame, right? Like right where that would slide in at.
1: Ah, uh, okay.
0: I like put the beer in there and then just like snapped it and it worked. Um, I did look it up, so it's not creative, but like I made it, but it was a really, uh, that was probably the most unique way I guess I've ever opened one
1: you didn't get the urge to use your
0: teeth. No, I tried to do like at first I wanted to do like the side of a table or counter, but obviously I'm in a hotel, so um I was like putting towels down and trying to do it like that without damaging, but it <laughs> just I was getting star- I was starting to get freaked out by hitting it too hard, so um yeah, I did the door, <laughs> the, like the door frame and the bottle cap like dropped inside of the door frame. Because it's like an extended out like metal piece, I guess. And so now it's like, that'll be there forever. They'll never find it. So I left my mark, I guess.
1: They're going to get you with the damages fee.
0: <laughs> in, yeah, in fucking 50 years when they tear this place down and put something else here, they'll find
1: it. That's right. Did you see anything yeah. crazy today?
0: Um... Not really. Um No, nothing that you wouldn't expect from a place like, you know, where we are. Um Oh, one thing that kind of was a little bit interesting. Okay, uh sweet potato fries. Not that's not the interesting thing. Like that's obviously normal, but do you like sweet potato fries?
1: I've had them before. I don't. I'm not a uh, I'm not a huge sweet potato guy, but it's something I want. Okay. I would like to get into a little more.
0: Okay. Um, if you were to eat sweet potato fries, what do you think you would dip them in? Like, is it sauce?
1: I don't think I could dip them in any. I think that's the caveat. I, I don't uh-huh. I'd probably have to eat them regular because I don't know. Yeah. Until I got the hang of, like, what they tasted like.
0: Right. Well, today they were served, because um, so the guy I was with, uh, with marshmallow fluff to dip them in.
1: Sweet potatoes and marshmallow fluff?
0: Yeah, it was sweet potato fries with marshmallow fluff dipping sauce.
1: And that surprises you?
0: It doesn't necessarily surprise me. It's just like, it's a little interesting, you know? Because it's like, it, it came with like, you know, it comes with like a burger. It's like, I don't, it, it's just a weird side to have with like a burger. You're just dipping sweet potatoes and marshmallow.
1: We're all marshmallow. Um. Oh, fine. No, I I feel like I've seen a similar dish at like Thanksgiving, like sweet potatoes. Is that sweet potatoes or are those yams? I feel like I've oh, seen fuck. one or the other with marshmallows before.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, sweet potatoes. Yeah. So that's the first well, thing yams I are of. like Yams are sort of like sweet potatoes, I think. Same family. At least the same color. Yeah. Um, yeah, fuck. Yeah, you're right. That, so I guess that's not really that weird. But, I mean, with like a burger, paired
1: with a burger is kind of crazy.
0: Yeah, it's just, I don't know. But it then it got me thinking, and I'm still, like, it's kind of coming to me. Like, remember Burger 37 in college? Yes. I'm pretty sure they had that shit.
1: You think they had the marshmallow?
0: I'm pretty sure that, because remember how they had all those fucking sauces? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they had a fucking marshmallow fluff, or marshmallow, yeah, marshmallow fluff, like pump. For sweet potato fries, I
1: don't. I cannot confirm that.
0: I I can't really either. It's just like it seems like I don't know why I'd have such like a specific memory if it didn't exist. Um, need fucking Ryan. Maybe I'll text Ryan. He'll fucking remember. Shout out Ryan.
1: You want to do a call in right now? Oh, shit yeah. All right, let me get my phone. See what the deal is. Yo, Burger Thirty Seven's still there, right? Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I really don't know. I'm on Google, it says it's closing soon. You got forty minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm a little far from fucking. Should I text him or
1: call him? Call him a call a guy. All right, you had five guys today for lunch.
0: All right. Can you hear it ringing? I don't. I'll put it a little closer to the. Put
1: line. it on speaker. Yeah, I will. I don't hear
0: it yet. Hey, Ryan, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing? Good, man, good. Hey, so I am uh, I am recording the podcast with Josh right what's now. What's the deal, Ryan? Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, what's up? Um, but I just needed to know, um, do you remember if Burger 37 served sweet potato fries with marshmallow dipping sauce?
1: They used to have the marshmallow dipping sauce, but they took it away.
0: Damn. We uh, <laughs> got
1: the official scoop. Yes, dude.
0: Okay. Well, thank you so much, Ryan. Um yeah, worries. I hope you we I hope everything is going super well and I appreciate you uh jumping on the pod for a couple of seconds with us here.
1: We'll bring you on for real.
0: Of yeah, dude. Yeah. Let's set, let's set it up so you can come on and and uh, chop it up with us for a full episode. Yeah, I'll be down. Let me know. Absolutely, man. All right, all right bro, man. We we'll hope all is well with you. You as well. Yeah. yeah much love well. from me and Josh. Much love. All right. See you, man.
1: Let's go. Hell yeah,
0: dude.
1: Iconic moment. That's Hell yeah. That was our first call-in, right?
0: Yeah, we need to do
1: that shit more. That's actually kind of a good idea. I like that. Um, Shout out to Ryan for answering.
0: Fuck <laughs> yeah, dude. And just fucking having that shit on deck. Yeah, dude. 8.23 on I knew he would fucking night. night.
1: That's pretty good. Yeah. Fuck Shout yeah. out, Ryan. Yes.
0: So, um, yeah. There, well, there you have it. They used
1: to do that shit at Parker <laughs> 37. <laughs> We got the answer,
0: but I mean that wasn't that crazy. It was just like a weird, like especially because when they brought it out, he thought it was ranch. So he he's not really a ranch guy. He's like was ignoring it, and then the waitress was like, "You're not using the marshmallow." Floor? Ah, <laughs> what the fuck, huh. marshmallows? Yeah, but that's probably the most exciting thing that happened to me today. <laughs> Which isn't great, but that's
1: not bad. Yeah, I saw I saw a machine get stuck in the mud today. So that's not. I mean, it's kind of boring, but
0: like like a like a construction machine. Yeah, so
1: it's it's called a skid steer. But they were doing some uh, they're pruning some roots on the site that they're developing. These these roots of these trees, and I don't know how ex- how experienced this guy is, but he got it lodged in the mud pretty good, and they had to go get a bigger machine to to get him out of there, but it was kind (laughs) of funny. And after he finally gave up of trying to track out of there, because the machine's on tracks, it's not on wheels. So it was just funny when he finally turned the machine off, he went outside and sat down, like on the ground, and you could just hear the fan (laughs) running on the machine, because it had gotten overheated. uh, I was like, man, I I Uh, don't know, what are the odds of something like this catching on fire?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Not a
1: good look at that. But it was kind of funny. It's not.
0: That is funny. You ever been in situations like that
1: where like you're watching somebody do their job, but you can't really interfere, but you know that they're sort sort of struggling? Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: a canon event. That's like, I feel like that was like something going around on reels and shit lately.
1: Is that what that means? Just seeing.
0: Well, I assume it means like. Um, something that has to happen. So it's like you see someone like fucking up and something that you could probably help them with, but you kind of just have to let it go, you know, because it's like part of the learning curve. That's not maybe not a great example of what you just described, but...
1: No, what's the canon event? Because I've been hearing about that for this last week, but I I have no context.
0: I'll look it up real fast here. Have you heard of it? I think that's... Yeah, I mean, that's what... I think it's kind of what I described, like something that you can't interfere with you know, because then
1: I don't know. Let's see. Uh, something to do. With, it says a trend started after Spider-Man or something.
0: Oh, Spider-Man! What the fuck?
1: Pointing out their own canon event. Yeah, I have no idea. It sounds like okay.
0: Let's define. It is something that has to happen in your life story plot to define your character. So it's like, okay, so it's like, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much what we say what we said, right?
1: So this is all you, man. I'm I'm so out of it. Canon <laughs> event. I thought it was like a photo. I thought when I first saw it, I thought it had something to do with like, oh, like the yeah, camera <laughs> cuz I didn't know where the word canon was coming from.
0: Huh. No, it's like a part of like a TV show or or a movie, I guess. Um so like uh it, the example it gives in Spider-Man is like the the spider bite, you know, Uncle Ben dying. Like, things that, like, define what mm. that plot turns into. Okay. But people were using it in the sense of, like, when you start a new job, you have to, like, fuck stuff up before you learn. You know what I mean? Like, that idea. So you see someone, like, about to fuck something up, but you just let it happen because it's, like, that's the only way you're going to learn is by, like, it mm. going wrong.
1: I love, like, in Breaking Bad, how Walter lets Jesse make his first batch for the first time, and it turns out not... uh to Walt's standards.
0: Yeah, yeah, and but and then he like he like shows him that but also like Canon event for Walt is like the, the cancer. Cancer, you know? yeah. Yeah. So uh no let, let's not do <laughs> this. <laughs> I fucking love that show. Um but yeah, something like that. Or uh Batman, like his parents dying when he was a
1: kid. Canon event. Uh, I gotcha, okay. I gotcha. Hey, I don't know I don't yeah, know if yeah, you've yeah, seen this yeah. guy, but um there's just there's this dude with a red beard and like a buzz cut going viral. He's been going pretty crazy for like the last week. He's a country singer.
0: Have you heard about this guy? No, no, I, I don't think his so. His name's
1: Oliver Oliver Anthony, I think, or that's his artist name. Kay. Okay. All right. But his I don't know his music page is kind of interesting because I don't think first of all I don't think he has a lot of music out, and then randomly he he did this recorded live performance and whoever was behind the recording of it they posted it online and it ended up going super viral so then they uploaded that audio onto streaming platforms and i think he's number one on billboard right now
0: damn i don't know anything about it. what's the song called or this is it just one song song that's going
1: crazy rich men north of richmond
0: Oh no, okay, hold up. I, I heard something about this. My mom asked me about I this. I was
1: gonna say I feel like I had no idea what she was talking th- you'd about. You'd have to be off of the internet to not have seen this guy. He's he's
0: I did a I guess I did a good job then. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know shit. My mom literally just asked me this, um fuck it was a couple days ago and she's like, Well, what do you think about this like Richmond north of Richmond song? And I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Damn! So my mom's in it, queued in on more social
1: trends than she's she's in the loop, man. But anyways, it was she's oh yeah. Pho-man. I think it's I think he's gotten. I mean, the content of the song I think was, was touching for a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. but the thing is, is he didn't write the song, and I think it's coming off as, and I could be completely off with this, but for me personally, when I first saw it, I thought, it was, oh, this is pretty cool, another songwriter who's putting a lot of emotion into his music and he's getting some uh getting some notice right and then i see that i was reading some things and it kind of made it look like to me there was a little more um a little more hands involved with the production of the whole thing and i don't think he's and this isn't me saying he's an industry plant but i think he's a piece to i think he's almost like a pawn sort of
0: yeah, I'm confused. I'm still like confused about like what made it a trend. Just that it was good, or yeah, it was like, just. It's it...
1: one of those things that sort of just like you watch it for the first time and it just goes viral. It it uh it evokes some kind of emotion out of you, whether it's like oh man, this guy because he's I mean there's sentiments in the song of like oh we're I'm just an old soul in a new world. Like what what the hell's going on in this country? Like that kind of vibe. Um, yeah 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 yeah, and I think that's why it's speaking to a lot of people but right. like I said when I first watched the video I wouldn't have been able to guess that he didn't write that song and with how much crap a lot of country artists get today for not writing their own songs and making uh making songs popular that were written by other people I feel like it's important to I don't know pay, t- pay attention to that kind of thing
0: Yeah, that's a, yeah, I guess that's, that's interesting. It's not, yeah, I I just don't know like anything (laughs) about like why it's popular, but I guess I'm kind of starting to get the, catch
1: the vibe a little Mm -hmm.
0: bit. Um, Is he from Richmond?
1: That I'm not sure. Well, I think he's from, in the video, he's wearing a Goochland shirt, which is, uh, which I think is down, down in that area. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. That's somewhere. Yeah, that's some. I I definitely down near Midland. I think it's on the outskirts of
1: Richmond, off sixty four. Richmond, yeah. But um, yeah. Anyways, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I he's done some interviews too, and I think people have liked what he's what he's had to say in that. But whenever I see an artist jump up like that, I always make makes you semi-spectacle, you know.
0: Yeah, you gotta take a note of it for sure.
1: But uh. Yeah, man.
0: A uh, quick update from Ryan texted me. He said, I tried to fight for the marshmallow sauce, but they took it away. Ah. So he was a fan.
1: Fallen soldier. I know, man. Fucking
0: died in battle. Oh, uh, I got a new phone. That's an exciting life update. What kind of phone did you get? The Galaxy Flip. Or no, fold. The one that's like a flip phone, not the one that like folds out into a
1: tablet. It's a flip phone? Yeah. Does it flip vertically or horizontally?
0: Vertically. Oh. Like it folds, but it's really cool. And there's like a, there's a screen on the outside too. Um. So it's like when it, when it's folded in half, like I can just like, it has like minimal functionality, but like I can like answer texts and set my alarm, check the weather, check the time all without even opening my phone, which is why I got it. Cause I just love that
1: idea. Does it fold like a Game Boy SP?
0: Yeah, huh. dude, that's my fucking wallpaper. <laughs> Game Boy SP. <laughs> Cause it's like, it's too perfect.
1: Yeah, hey, I was watching, I was listening to a podcast the other day about, um, well, it was a, it was a Lex Freeman podcast with, uh, Andrew Huberman. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I know you liked Lex, not sure if you've checked that out yet, but I noticed a clip where they were talking about uh physical activity like running or walking. And I think Andrew Huberman was talking about how recently he's been he'll pace around his yard while reading a book. And something to do yeah. with that that multitasking of walking while reading, how it can get your cognitive processes thinking in a different way find that very interesting.
0: Yeah, that is pretty interesting because I feel like I've never read in any position other than just either sitting or laying down.
1: And they were also talking about... I don't think
0: I've ever even read standing up, you know, other than like maybe a, something on my phone.
1: Yeah, and, and like, I I don't know, me personally, I know I've always tried to read in the car, but if, if I'm reading like a physical book in the car, I'm good for maybe 20 minutes and then I'll start to get a little nauseous. Um, right. But another thing they were talking about is like going on long runs and how your thoughts can sort of pop into your head and then slowly dissipate and then you completely forget about it as you just keep those long, those slow long runs where you just keep it a pace. Um, yeah, that was interesting to hear too, because it made it made me think about think back to times like when we were conditioning for sports in high school. Like the only thing that was really on my mind was getting through that workout. And there wasn't mm-hmm. really anything else on my mind, if that makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. That was yeah, interesting.
0: I know. I know. Lex Friedman does a, a shit ton of runs like that, um, and has preached that on a few different episodes about the uh, like mental aspect of going on like super long runs like that. But I mean, Joe Rogan talks about that shit too. Just like I just feel like just like a like vigorous physical exercise is good because, like you said, you're brain is like so focused on it and it puts you in like a very present state of mind for whatever it ends up being an hour or whatever, you know. Um, And that's a good thing. I feel like that's exercising your brain just to be like super, super present on one thing for however long, you know, and kind of allow its form of meditation in that way, you know. And it definitely adds up to me because like a super hard exercise or workout you're not thinking about much more than just getting through it.
1: Yeah, I gotcha. Huh. Neat stuff. Yeah.
0: What kind of music do you like to listen to in the morning? Do you like, like really calm, chill, start the day or do you like some like kind of Upbeat, like, let's get some shit done today, kind of music in the mornings.
1: I'd say typically throughout the week, like driving d- driving to work, I'm um, last couple mornings I've been silenced for like the first 25 minutes and then I'll put some music mm-hmm. on. Um, but in terms mm-hmm. of what music I'm listening to, um, some mornings I can listen to anything, other mornings I might have some country on or maybe even a podcast, to be honest with you. There's been times where I've I've just throw on like um some kind of journalism type thing that that goes over current news events, different things like that. Um Yeah. But if it's if it's on the weekend and it's the morning and I'm about to have a pretty active day or I've I've got a day full of plans or something, I'm probably gonna have something pretty upbeat going in the morning just to get my mind right for the day. Um sort yeah. of go from there, but or if I'm or if i've got my my mindset on doing a bunch of chores that day i've got a little chore playlist i'll throw on and that includes a good mix of some rock some some sing along songs and some some of that good stuff yeah
0: for me on the weekends like i love a fucking lazy morning playlist you know like just some like super chill um relaxing stuff like that's you know, the the type of shit you're trying to just like like eat brunch in, you know what I mean? Like just um I've really been digging it more and more lately. So I'm trying to devise like a really nice, like lazy morning music playlist, but I'm uh when I say trying to devise, I just mean like I've had the idea to start it and will probably
1: probably take me a while to do it. For like a lazy morning? So yeah, is it stuff yeah. like acid slop or is it stuff like jack johnson or is it stuff like uh pretty lights or something
0: um well i would say like probably like not specifically jack johnson but that like just like kind of slower like acoustic um almost like kind of dreamy bouncy stuff like that as opposed to like anything too rhythmic like more like free floating type of
1: shit um could you give me like two or three artists you know would be on there and two or three artists you know wouldn't be on there? Yeah, 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 probably. Um or even one one or two.
0: Um I would say I mean it, this would in this situation I feel like I would stray away from most hip hop just because even like kind of mellowed out, out hip hop still is like I don't know, maybe two. And there's probably hip hop songs that exist that could fit this mold, but, um, you know, I, I'm really looking for some like acoustic guitar and, and shit like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Specific artists to, to put on there is tough. Cause it could be pretty much anyone who has like tracks that fit that mold. You know, there's no one that like every one of their songs would fit on there. Gotcha. I mean, I'm sure again, there's people, but like, um, yeah, like, if someone has, like, acoustic versions released of their songs, like, shit like that, or maybe some of, like, the Spotify session stuff, because that's usually, like, pretty stripped down, um, is probably a, a good place to look, too.
1: Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, it's shit like that.
0: Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a work in progress, so hopefully as time passes, I'll find more and more things that fit on there.
1: Is that mainly stuff you've been listening to lately, or is that just something you're actively trying to develop?
0: That's mainly it, yeah. I've been kind of on some relaxing music lately, nothing too heavy or crazy. Just, I don't know, it's been fitting my mood lately more, just like really easygoing stuff.
1: I feel you, I feel you. Yeah, there's this artist called Reason, and uh, he's signed to TDE Kendrick's old label. And he just mm-hmm. put out an album called Porches and, and that's pretty decent. I, I would sort of group him in there with that more, um, more conscious lyrical stuff.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah.
1: And then there's this country artist named Levi Turner. He, he put out an EP a couple of months ago. I've been liking that. And, um, I've been listening to Utopia some more too. I'm still liking that. But, um, Yeah, I saw this thing today, and it was talking about, and I think I mentioned this a while back, but um, in 2023, there's yet to be a number one rap slash hip-hop album or number one rap /rap slash hip-hop record, so like just a song. Oh, damn. So we've gone the whole year without without that, which is kind of interesting. Well, I think it's been a year, so it's 365 days now. Oh, damn. But, um,
0: but yeah, we're getting close to the end of 2023. I mean, a couple more months left, but...
1: That's what I'm saying. And Utopia got blocked out at number one from uh, Post Malone's album. Oh, shit, yeah.
0: Which I have not listened to yet.
1: The Post Malone album?
0: Yeah, I haven't, I haven't listened. I haven't heard one song from it.
1: I don't think you're missing out on a lot, but shout out to Post Malone. Um, but yeah, man, makes you think, uh, with the end of the year approaching, you know, we're a little under four months out. There's yeah. been lots of talk about, uh, I know you and I have talked about possible, uh, possible yay rollout, but, um, it's a lot of signs are pointing to Drake putting out another album within like the next couple weeks.
0: Yeah. He just put out like the album cover, I think. Right.
1: Yeah, it's it's been said um, that the the cover art going around now is is a illustration from his uh, five year old.
0: Yeah, it's kind of dope though. I really, I like it. Like that'd be a cool album cover, in my opinion. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's just an, it's just like I don't know, and it's also cool that it's made by his son. You know, um, that adds to the coolness. But just the picture in itself, like even without that, is just kind of a cool album cover, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I like the. I like the cartoon aspect, like the childlike, the childlike drawing. Um, yeah, It yeah, kind of yeah. reminds me of like the kids' see ghost era a little bit. But um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I did think this was funny, and I'm I'm probably horrible for thinking this, but when I heard that it was his son's his son's drawing, mm-hmm. the initial thing I thought of, and I and I don't know if you had ever seen this, but uh, a painting that. Ye's Daughter North painted a year ago or a couple of years ago came out. And it's like this, it's a super crazy piece of art. Yeah, yeah. I did Super say, detailed I did and everything. This. And then, of course, I go on Twitter and I see people saying, "Uh, they were just talking about Drake's kids drawing versus Ye's kids, <laughs> ye's kids <laughs> art. It was just funny. They were going at it. but That is funny. Uh,
0: it reminds me of this Men I Trust record. I just sent it to you. So you can see the um, the cover art, but that's like the first thing I, I thought of.
1: Did oh, you just texted to me. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like just like some crayon shit, you know, like super super fucking like looks like a child made it.
1: That that picture you just sent me. Have you ever seen Maggie and the Ferocious Beast?
0: Oh fuck yeah! That's dude. what that picture
1: reminds me of. I don't know why. Ah. That fucking show, man. Crazy. Damn. Yeah, dude.
0: That was a that was a big one
1: for me when I was a kid. When you were younger, did you ever read like the same book multiple times, over and over and over again?
0: Um. Yeah. For sure. Fucking uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Um. You could you could read that shit in like oh, one day, yeah. you know. So I'd read it like a bunch, and then when I was like. Um, super young. I'm sure I read, like, n- I don't really remember, but I'm sure I read, like, with my parents, you know, like, kids' books over and over again. Um, but I don't have super memory. I remember reading Bernstein Bears, um, a shit ton. So, I'm sure there was a lot of repeats in that.
1: Bernstein Bears, let's go. Yeah, dude, that shit is so nice. No, I re- I, re- I read, um... Where the wild things are. I read that a bunch. Uh, did you ever read
0: that? I don't think so. Yeah.
1: Did you ever read? That? I used to read this book, No David. I would read that all the time. Oh, was in like yeah, yeah, grade, yeah, yeah. First grade, second grade. Yeah. Classic book from the library. Just a classic, classic literature. And then there was this baby book I used to read called Love You Forever. I'm looking at that right now. But those those are three uh, books. That one doesn't ring a bell to me. Those are three books that I remind me of my childhood. I'd say.
0: Um, if you give a mouse a cookie, Ooh. I remember that one. Um, I fuck. I'm picturing one with like a bunch of
1: shapes and c- color, which is such a bad description. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, fuck. I just remember I had I friends know, reading like, like Aragon in like second and third grade. I'm like, that book is way too big for me. They weren't reading that shit, bro. They just hold. they walking
0: around. Bro, with it. I'm telling Acting you, like they probably reading were it.
1: reading it. I couldn't do it.
0: I remember trying to read that shit. It was
1: intimidating to me.
0: Yeah, it was so huge. But, um, I read the Warriors books when I was a kid. This is like some. That's I used to nerd out over that shit. It was like fucking cats in the jungle, and they were like in like clans and shit. But, um. I used to, like, majorly nerd out over that series. That was, like, the only, like, book series I was into when I was younger. Damn. But I used to read a shit ton, so... I mean, you know, like, the nerding out over it was a good thing, because, like, otherwise I don't think I would have been reading fucking
1: anything when I was younger. Right, 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 right. Yo, did you watch... Did you watch The Fight last weekend?
0: No, but it upset me because like I really wanted to, and I kind of forgot it was on until like it was like a little bit too late. Like it was already past the pay per view start yeah. time, and it was like not gonna fucking buy it right now. But also wish like a few times I wish I would have placed a bet because I fucking knew that Sean O'Malley was gonna win that fight,
1: dude. Yeah, I was, I was, I came close to doing it, but I I didn't end up following through. Uh, I know, I'm, we're fake for that. Yeah. <laughs> well i don't know i was like i was betting on barstool sportsbook what what are you betting on
0: that's what i was using too but i guess that's no longer a thing that's a thing
1: because when i tried to log on it was it was it was acting kind of funny so that that's what prevented me from
0: it doesn't exist anymore losing my money or at least it's not it's going to be not soon because they bought the company back
1: i guess i gotta find a new sportsbook yeah because
0: they had partnered with that with that Penn national, but then they bought the company back, so I don't know if there's plans to reignite it as their own thing or what the idea is for it.
1: What do you think about that Dave buying the company back?
0: I like it, man. It's his company, yeah, um I don't think anyone you know it didn't seem like it was like this nasty thing. I think Penn wanted to go a different way and as opposed to them trying to enforce the way they wanted to go on Barstool, they offered for them for to buy it back and to continue to do it their way like they've always done. Um, Which I feel like if you start a business, like that's all, you know, and, and you sell it, you know, and get acquired or whatever, and then, you know, if things aren't... if they As opposed to them trying to force you to do it away, like you'd obviously prefer to just buy it back and have it be yours again. So I like it. I think it worked
1: out for everybody. Yeah, I'm not super... I don't pay a whole lot of attention to Barstool as much as I used to. I know you still listen mm-hmm. to a podcast or two and I, was, I remember seeing this news a few days ago about him uh, buying the company back, but it's always a cool story when the person who was there since the beginning is able to regain ownership. Yeah, man. And it's
0: like, yeah, all of it. I just think it worked out good because they that brand would have died instantly if they weren't doing things their own way, like for better or for worse, like say like I, I get like, it's not super sophisticated content and not everybody really likes it, you know, but it's like if they weren't doing things their own way, they would never survive because it would just become like once you could tell they were like faking this like almost like frat guy, like douchebag attitude about everything. Like if you could tell they were faking that, then it's like it loses all of it. But the fact that it's like, this is just the way they do shit. You know, there's a realness to it that I think attracts people.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that it makes you seem more authentic too, I feel like. Seems like they right. do a pretty good job of that.
0: Yeah, I mean that's what I like about the podcast I listen to is like, um obviously like the ads and shit have gotten more, you know, like more intrusive and less fun because like they have to do the ad reads like more officially, more maybe so than when I first started listening. But the content itself, like I never felt like it changed, you know. It's just like they kind of just do what they want, and that's what I like about it.
1: You know who else was doing what they wanted?
0: <laughs> who?
1: The Tuies from the Blind Side. Have you heard about this? Oh yeah, I did. It they never it wasn't really an adoption.
0: It was like um what's the fucking I'm losing the word for it, but yeah, Then they made all the money off of the fucking movie and he didn't see any of that yeah, shit. Yeah,
1: the is it like the conserv conservatorship or something? It was the same thing yeah, British Spears it, was that's going through. Word.
0: Yeah, and they, they tricked him into signing that thinking it was adoption papers or yep. something. That's so fucking crazy, man. It's horrible. And then they made that movie about how great they were and fucking just started profiting off of it. It's a dirty world out there, man. There's some fucked up people. He's
1: saying he didn't make a single cent from that movie.
0: (laughs) That is so crazy, dude.
1: That's sad, dude. It
0: is really sad, man. It's fucking like just like gives you that gross taste in your mouth
1: they were just sneaking millions off of them.
0: Yeah, man, just took advantage of him. It sucks. Yeah, that shit is so sad, man, but there's a lot of shitty people out there. I mean, you know, it's hard. Like, I just feel like after an experience like that, like, obviously the initial impact of, like, the money and shit is so fucked up, but, like, just the trust, you know, like, trusting anyone after shit like that it has to be hard.
1: Yeah, the this is saying that the uh, the denied that they kept the conservatorship hidden from them, and claimed that their lawyer claimed that Michael Ower tried to shake them down for fifteen million dollars before going public about the whole thing. But I don't know if I had to guess, I'm I'm it's saying a, the football player got screwed. Yeah, that's how that I feel it sounds too. Like. But. I just yeah, think it's man, amazing it's so that, it, up. that it's been this long.
0: Yeah, Jesus, when was that? Long ass time. Like the movie.
1: Like. The movies from two thousand nine, I think.
0: Yeah, which
1: is like yeah, and I years guess years like,
0: ago. I guess it's been kind of a private battle for a lot of years, you know. And finally, he said, "You know, fuck this. I'm bringing this shit out to everybody, so everybody can know like what you guys fucking did, you know." Um. Which, if it's all true, that I feel like that's the right move because it's like, you know, you shouldn't respect them enough to give them this like in private if they really fucked you over this bad. Like, just let them, let the public view them as like really shitty people.
1: Yeah, that's what that's some of the stuff I'm seeing. I'm reading some comments. They're talking about it's like making big allegations with big damages and and hopes that the defendants get scared and are quick to come to a settlement. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. I guess I guess more details will unfold, and within those details we'll find the truth, but we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, it's a little, little fucking weird, but... Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully it comes to some sort
1: of a settlement. Did you see the thing I sent you about Lizzo today?
0: Oh, no. Did you send me
1: something about Lizzo? Well, it had... I thought. Oh,
0: you know, I didn't have a chance to. Ch- I saw you sent me a link. I, let me. Uh, let me pull it up here. So
1: I think. I think um, it had to do with the dancers who were coming out as the the victims from the the dance situation. Made okay. it sound yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out, like immediately after that happened, like within a week or two after that, those same people were back at the same dance place taking photos with the people who they were with the week before to make it look like there wasn't any issue from the start. You know what I'm saying? Like you're complaining about one thing, but you were, you were cool with it and taking photos with them after the fact.
0: Oh, I see. So they returned to the, like the strip club. Uh, About a month
1: after the, the incident. And there's photos of them there. Gleefully reveling and happily (laughs) carousing.
0: Oh my God. Fucking Lizzo is suing them, dude. This is like, this is getting good. (laughs) I love this shit so much. I don't even know why. I don't know why like this specifically like invests. Like I feel more invested in it than. I feel like usually when there's like celebrity shit like this, like I don't care at all. But something is so good about this whole situation. I just can't.
1: Can't get enough truth in the details. Give me the documentary. Oh, we need it. We need we need a. <laughs> give four me the part, documentary four part series.
0: Uh, fuck, what would that shit be called? Um, uh, fuck. I'm trying to think of a Lizzo songs, but I don't think I know any.
1: Uh, Truth Hurts.
0: Mm, is that I a Lizzo song? So. Okay, that's good. That's fine. We could we can we'll keep that tentatively uh, until something else comes hurts. up. I like that though.
1: Good as hell. That was a popular one. But you got to do a playoff. Yeah, but that doesn't yeah. fit the that doesn't fit the yeah. name
0: though. But the uh, truth hurts kind of okay, kind of okay. fits.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Watch out for the big girls. Is not the name Dog, of the show, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, fucking the Netflix documentary. Watch out for the big girls. Fuck sure. yeah! Netflix hit us. Give us like two grand, and we'll give you that idea.
1: Yeah, I forgot to tell you. Netflix has already hit me for it. I'll have to give you a percentage. Yeah, cue me in. I got gotcha. you. So gotcha. It's all good. Yo, Zach Bryan's dropping soon. He's
0: I remember you saying something about he's that. He's dropping
1: this week, actually.
0: Damn.
1: Looking there forward to that new music.
0: Oh, because he ha- he's only put out like a live album recently, right? He hasn't really put out like a album album. He
1: put lot. out... Um, I think it was his wrong. debut studio album. He put out. He put that out maybe in the top of 2022.
0: Okay, so not that long ago, but I mean it's been some time.
1: Yeah, he put that album out May 22, and then the live album came out uh, around Christmas time, I believe. Yeah. But I'm excited. A lot of people are uh, skeptical. With you know how artists when they get more popular, there's more. Um, you can usually feel more of a mainstream presence on their newer projects, you know. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, that's just kind of the natural flow, I feel
1: like. Yeah, so so we'll see how it goes, but he's got a couple, he's got a song with the Lumineers on there, and I think that's sort of Damn. been leaked, so <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet. but uh, And then he's got Sierra F- uh, Pharrell on there, and I saw her this summer at that music festival we went to, and she has a really nice voice, so I'm excited for it. Right. One of my favorite artists right now, and gotta love when your artists are giving you music.
0: Yeah, together too. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. So there's a rumor that um, this new Miley Cyrus song that's about to come out is a Beach House sample.
1: Oh really?
0: Yeah, she like put a like a just like a like three second clip of it. And the guitar is like almost spot on to um, space song. But I'm not, I, I like, I don't know. I need to hear more before I can like really jump on it. But it did sound it's like almost exactly the same. Um, so I hope it's like she used like a long sample of it. That would be a pretty cool.
1: Did you see a snippet of it? That'd or you're going cool.
0: off of here? So yeah. No, I, I heard the snippet and it's like spot on. But it's like. It sort of changes at the end, like the guitar riff is like almost the same, but then it kind of drops where it wouldn't if she was just using a sample. So I don't know if it's just kind of like, you know, a similar sound or if it's like, but I don't know. It, it seems like it's too close for it to be anything other than a sample, you know, like without it being like a copyright problem. <laughs> so I assume it's a sample, but I'm uh, looking forward to hearing. It. I think it comes out like this Friday. So yeah. F- give, it a, give it a listen.
1: I just give it a Google in it seems like the streets are talking about it possibly being a beach house sample. So it'd be good news for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's dope. I just like seeing them, you know, get used by like a sample is just, it's a cool thing. You know, there's a couple already out that have been successful songs. So just cool. More recognition is cool. Not that they're like small. I mean, you know, it's not like a under super underground band or anything, but it's cool seeing it. Obviously they don't have the audience that Miley Cyrus has. Right,
1: right. Yo, uh you're gonna go out and buy uh Kit Cody's new album.
0: Uh yeah, I already pre ordered it. Damn. All three different vinyls.
1: Damn. Shame. Just kidding. Shame
0: on you. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna I'm not going to buy Kid Cudi's album. I, like, I don't, I've never listened to a Kid Cudi album front to back and I don't really plan Damn. to unless you count Kids See Ghosts, because I do like yeah.
1: that. Heart hard, But hard I don't count
0: that personally.
1: Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not looking for this, this new album. I think it's supposed to come out uh, mid-September, but it's called Insano. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've voiced my opinion on Kid Cudi recently, so. But, um, I'll probably check it out just to hear it, but if I were to recommend you listening to one of his albums, it'd probably be one of the earlier ones. You feel me?
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, whatever the one like, there's one with all the hits on it, you know, that I know, but I don't. I I've never like sat down and listened to a Kid Cudi record. Are yeah,
1: you probably thinking of Man on the Moon one? Day and yeah. night.
0: Is that the one with like the pursuit of pursuit happiness
1: and <laughs> <laughs> make her say yeah yeah yeah
0: that one like you know I know obviously like everybody knows some of those right. songs, but um, I guess I shouldn't say everybody a good majority of people do
1: that's right.
0: Mm. I'm cool with uh Wrapping, unless you have something else. Let's
1: wrap it up.
0: All right, all right. Good Friday's forty-five.
1: Shout out to everybody tuning in. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Yeah, forty-five weeks with love us. Love you
0: guys. Yeah, man, it's pretty cool. Um,
1: Seven weeks out. Yeah,
0: shout out. Oh yeah, from a year, so that's cool. Um, shout out Ryan for quick quick appearance. That was dope. We, we got to start doing some more callings. Like I like that. Yeah, it was cool. Um, All right, man. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. We'll see everybody next week. Love you guys. Peace.